We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Drum roll today? Do we get a drum roll today, ladies and gentlemen? Do we get a drum roll today, ladies? The first. Get you, get you, get you, get you. The first. The first Super Bowl champion ever on our set, Mr. David Well, from the. No, recently. Right, yeah. Because it's this year. But that don't count. That don't count. That don't count, right? Yeah, so this is the first. So this is a special version of Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Hatch, my other host. Yep, sir. T.O., we in the building. We in the building with a special guest, like I just said. David Long from the L.A. Rams is up in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl champ. How's it feel, man? Uh, Man, I can't really put into words uh, just the feeling. Uh, I feel like it's so, like I'm so early in my career. Right. Um, right. I don't really, I can't match anything like this. Uh, I I don't know anything to compare it to. I didn't really win much in college. Right, right, right. So it's like, it's just a flow of emotions. Like, I feel like every day I wake up and it feels like, yeah. Like a dream, you know. You ready yeah. for the ring, huh? You ready for the <laughs> ring ceremony. Yeah, yeah I feel like that. yeah, until we get something like tangible, it just feels like it's a, a dream. You know, I see it on Sports Center, it's like, man, like that's us, that's me. That's us. And yeah. uh it's like just to be solidified, one of fifty-six, uh, it's a blessing. You know, I've been playing this game all these years and just to be solidified in stone, forever right. bonded with that team, those coaches is great. Right. Okay. Give give us like an example of again, because we were drafted late. We were small school guys. Um, you're a big school. Went to University of Michigan. Got drafted by the Rams. So those yep. are all big moments. Yep. Is the winning the Super Bowl moment bigger than all of those moments, or is it kind of like this up there being the same feeling? Yeah, I think so because um, there's uh, an expectation because those are more individual achievements. You know, mm-hmm. you can work towards that stuff. You know, you've always worked to be drafted, to go to a division one school. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all things I feel like I could actively affect, but a Super Bowl is a team accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people say that they, you know, all 32 teams say, you know, we want to run a Super Bowl. Of course, year, yeah. Every it's, <laughs> it's only a few that have an opportunity to do it. And um, I think it was it was cool when it clicked for us in that, those moments. Like, it's like, you know, we feel that we can do it, but it's like now here's our opportunity. And to mm-hmm. go and do that, um, it's like, it's crazy. I can't put it into words, you yeah. know, because it's not just me. You know, I, yeah. I made plays, other people made plays. You know, we got Aaron Donald, of course, and Cooper Cup had a great year. Right. But it was a collective. Mm-hmm. So everybody being their best when their best was required is uh, it's crazy. Like I said, you know, like 
Yeah. I did my part. Other people did their part. So it's the biggest moment for sure in my career. So, so how yeah. was uh, how was the the immediate feeling after the Super Bowl versus like the parade? Because I, you know, everybody after yeah. the game, the, the night of the yeah, game, yeah, the, yeah, the night of the game, the confetti <laughs> falls, and then you know, obviously, like a little bit, like I said, until you get something tangible, yeah. it's like everything after the the Super Bowl win, leading up to actually getting that ring on the finger. It's almost like it's a build-up to that. So yeah. I want to know, like, how you felt, like, immediately after the game, like, yeah. you really won, like, you know you won. And then I've never been in a parade, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I know. I mean? So yeah. I want to know what that's like. So it was a... So we live in by Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to give it to us. After, like, the last play, it was just like, you know, like, the game was close. And it was like, you know, we got to end the game on our turns, you know, playing defense, you mm-hmm. know. I got my money on Aaron Donald every time. You know, mm. we got a chance to be on the field. Uh, we played really well defensively postseason, and so uh, that's what we wanted. You know, to end the mm-hmm. game on our terms, playing defense. Uh, so it's true, like defense wins championships for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Stafford, they went down and made some plays and put us in position for sure. But um, defensively, I feel like it was a different level of confidence, just as a team as a whole, knowing that you know we're going out there as a defense in the game, mm-hmm. especially how well we had played, but. After that last game, it was just like, man, like, I, I like I said, I can't even put into emotions. It was like, mm-hmm. it was just like an overflow of like everything. Like you right. just happy, you jumping around, you hugging everybody. Like, right. Don't even know, know who you hugging. Yeah, yeah. Like you hugging, like, you know, total strangers. Like, yeah, like, right. And like everybody. And you know, it's in like, your home stadium. Exactly. At the time, so you, right? you you're literally hugging everybody. Like you know. Coaches, family members, coaches, yeah. uh, babies you know, get hugs, yeah, grandmas, everything. Assistants, like every everybody's out there, you know. And, and that's one game where like everybody comes, you know. Practice squad players, our players who like maybe haven't been coming to games, so it's like mm-hmm. everybody's out there to experience that. And like, wow. I just remember just like looking around the stadium, and like that's our home stadium, so it was like, mm-hmm. man, like just to be able to win it here was like it was crazy. It was like, and I always say I was telling people this, like it didn't feel like the Super Bowl until you know, the night before the game because we got to stay at our house and right, uh, right. practice at the facility. Right. Oh, wow. So it wasn't until I drove down to the, we drove down to the hotel on the right. bus and mm-hmm. like, it's all these police. And I'm like, man, like, yeah, it's, it's big. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, big. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's crazy. <laughs> so like, when we got down there, it was like, before it was like, it was a regular preparation. Like, you know, you just going to practice, you yeah, joking regular and week everything. Is, yeah, regular week schedule. And it was like, when we get down there, it's like, it's a hundred police officers. Everything is yeah. barricaded, blocked off. And it's like, this is the show. Yeah. And so uh, afterwards, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, my body was so hurt, and like, it was, I was just so happy. Like, it was right. like, I was so happy, like, it was like, I didn't wanna do anything. <laughs> right. I, I just wanna like, yeah, yeah. lay down and yeah, say thank yeah, you. It was, yeah, it was like, I was like, cause like, we had a party, but like, I was so hurt, I, I just. Did you go I, to the party? Uh, no, I, I, I ended up, I went back to my hotel, cause we ended up staying in the, the locker room for, you know, till like hours. 10 o'clock, yeah. yeah so yeah. I got back to the hotel. You know, I'm still in my pants and stuff. Really? And, yeah. And That's I, funny. I got, took a shower and I took an Epsom salt bath. And <laughs> so I just, you were hurt? What do you mean? You said you were so like hurt. Like my body was just Exhausted. sore. Exhausted. The yeah, whole it, season. Like, was, like, cause it, it was like, I'm not going to lie, like playing 17 games and then wow. going into the postseason, it was like, my body was just like, it was like, yeah, it was like I was done. Like yeah. if we had had to yeah. play a game after that, it would just Wasn't gonna like, happen. Yeah, yeah, right, like, right. I don't know. So. Like everybody, everybody left it all on the line for that game. You know, we had guys hurt. You know, Eric Weddle played with a torn pec. You know, guys right. just yeah. fighting through. I energy. heard about that. Yeah. So uh, after the game, it was just like my body was just done. I just laid there. You know, I called my family and friends. I just and think like, he's young. Yeah. Right. So imagine the older players at thirty. <laughs> what year is this? 
Uh, this is my third year. Third year? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, he's a baby. Like, he's hurting. Yeah. 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 So, That's crazy. So I just, I went and I just, I laid in the tub and, you know, I was, was just all bad. I called my brother, you know, text all back my friends. You know, I had a whole bunch of phone calls, missed phone oh, calls, yeah. text yeah. messages. Yeah. And uh, I ended up going out later out in that night, right. but I didn't even like, it was more of like a, it was like a bigger event, like little baby had through an event. Right, I was right, like, right. I, I wanted to just be around like teammates, you know. Like, yeah, right, right, right. Where y'all at? What's yeah. up? Yeah. yeah, so uh, I went there. I was there for like 15 minutes, and then me and a teammate left and went back to the hotel. And uh, like I said, like I was just, I, I couldn't even sleep. Like yeah. it was like, I was just like, I couldn't believe it, you know. Like I was just, I was telling my older brother, um, I was like, man, like just to win a Super Bowl because he came down the field afterwards. Mm-hmm. And like it's just like. It's, it's crazy. Um, I just think about like all the moments leading up to this, mm. and also just watching the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember watching it last year and thinking like, you know, the Super Bowl is going to be in L.A. Mm. Um, you know, we could have an opportunity to do that what Tampa Bay did. You know, yeah. win at their right, uh, home right. stadium. As a team, did you all ever talk about that throughout the season? Like, yo, it's here in L.A. Let's, you know, um, I mean, it's not an extra push, but do you guys put that I on think, your mind? So. You know, everybody media-wise, when Stafford came, it was like, you know, the Rams are trying to make a push to go to Super Bowl. But when we got Odell and we got Vaughn, it was mm-hmm. like, we, our understanding was, you know, we're trying to win this thing. But when we got them, it was kind of like an all hands on deck, like right. now or never. And so we had a rough patch in November. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of that was, you know, Vaughn and Odell filling themselves out as far as uh, where they fit getting, in. Yeah, getting comfortable yeah. with the system and stuff like that. So once we got rolling, um, I think when it really clicked for us was that a Monday night game in Arizona. We were down a lot of players with the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. and um, we found a way to win. And just the entire month of December, we were winning ugly, like finding right. ways to win. Right. And I think that's where you kind of catching our stride, building our confidence. Like you know, we're winning these close games. We're finding ways to win, mm-hmm. which we you know we shouldn't be winning. You know, you look at the box score statistics. Right. We're finding ways to win. You know, right. these tough it's, games. Hey, it's better to win ugly yeah, than yeah. lose. Come pretty. on, come yeah. on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. you know, we're, we're going into Baltimore. You know, they're play, They always 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 gonna have a tough game playing Baltimore. So we're yeah. winning these games. And um, you know, going into postseason, it really changed my perspective when I was like, you know, Matt Stafford was talking and he was just saying like, you know, I haven't won a playoff game. Mm. You know, he's played. Yeah. 13 seasons. 13. Yeah. And, That's crazy. Yeah. You know, even with Odell, it's like he's played decorated player. I remember yeah. high school watching him, and it's like you have more playoff wins than I do. Mm. And so, even looking at with Doug coming back, I think that was really big for us with Eric Weddle coming back. Mm-hmm. It really put everything into perspective that, you know, this isn't promise, you know. Right. And right. I spent a lot of time with Eric Weddle my rookie year, and, um, I never really thought that. I asked him, you know, like, when's the last time you've been to a conference championship? And he was like, we yeah. went my rookie year, and I was never able to make it back. Wow. <laughs> and so for him to be two years removed from the game, get off the couch, you know, he's with his kids, and come play yeah. in hopes of, you know, winning a Super Bowl, it was like, it's, it really is now or never, you know. For me, mm-hmm. as somebody who's young, you know. You still don't see the horizon. Right, exactly. Right. You, part, of, part of you is like, you know, we're trying to win, but it's like, if it doesn't happen, you're like, oh, it's next year, you know. Right. But the older guys are like, you know, no, might, you, ain't, you yeah. might not get this yeah, young yeah, fella. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that's something you should take into account too. Is like, you know, you're like you're numb. You don't really know how to feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like I said, I played 15 years and I only played in one Super Bowl. Yeah. You mm. know what I mean? And I was on the cusp of you know not playing because I was hurt. Yeah. But as you said, you only get this opportunity once. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like if I would have just taken time off just to heal and not risk. 
you know, with the injury that I had. You never got back. I would have never, yeah. ever played in the Super Bowl again. Exactly. But I have those memories. So for you, man, enjoy it, man. Yeah. No, for sure. Body sore, all <laughs> bro. Enjoy it. Because yeah. like I said, you it's not promised. You just said exactly. it. You just said it. it came yeah. out of your mouth. It's not promised. Yeah. And you should enjoy it and I mean to the fullest. Yeah. Because right? I'm like, I'm listening at you like, yo, I was hugging. Man, I would have been hugging the yeah. usher. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been hugging the referee. They would have been running off the field. Yeah. I'm like, no, come give me a hug. Right. And I, mean, I would have been, you're and I've been stupid moment. excited. Uh, uh, so that's... we're excited, man, for yeah, that's awesome. you what's to become. Um, what you're going to be doing, like obviously, like I said, third year. Yeah. I'm sure there's more football. Like I said, now you've tasted what it's like mm -hmm. to win a Super Bowl. You've exactly. seen, you've heard little stories. You know what I mean? You've you kind of saw in one year, kind of like all the variables of what could possibly happen. Exactly. You got trading. Career, you know, yeah. what I mean? you got guys. You know, moving parts. You know, you got a guy teammate. Rookie year, he sits on the couch. He's retired. Two years, yeah. come back. I mean, you have all these scenarios, man. So. Man, enjoy it, man. And, you know, we, like I said, we wish you nothing but the best, yeah. man. Just keep balling. So what's Thank what's you. next for you? What's Now that you've, like I said, you, you, mm -hmm. you've, you've achieved what many that have played this game wanted to achieve, and that's the Super Bowl. Yeah. So now what is it? Is it? Yeah, how do you follow that up? Yeah, is it, you, is it yeah. a repeat, or is it just you get better as an individual? individual is it Pro Bowls, yeah. contract? Like, what do you think is yeah, next what's, for you? What's next for Um, I think I always think of, you know, really prioritizing being my best self. Because mm. I think that's how we're able to win the Super Bowl, everybody being their best self. Mm. Um, and so I'm steadily pushing the needle for myself and trying to put all of this together. Um, I felt like when I got drafted, my best football was ahead of me. And mm -hmm. every year I feel like that, you know, I get these experiences, I play a little more, I, I get more experiences and I feel like, you know, like, okay, I can do this much more. I can mm -hmm. be more efficient here or better here. So for me, it's definitely pushing the needle for myself personally. And I know that that's also going to push the team, you know, other people are going to see me raising the bar and that's going to make them do, do so as well. And um, I feel like by everybody doing that, we give ourselves a chance to go mm -hmm. repeat rather than just saying, you know, we want to go repeat. Right. And I just think about even this year, had I been thinking like just more team and not also about my own progression, I would have missed my opportunity to help the team. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a time where I wasn't wow. playing as much and I was still focused on, you know, like they don't need me right now, but they may need me down the road. Right, and right. I was still progressing personally. And... I did, you know, the back scratch of the season, postseason. Played your playing, best ball, yeah. yeah. Played, played my best football. And um, I think that's also important. And, like, that's why I got back in there. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a funny story. Like, Sonny Michelle was telling me when he won his first Super Bowl, he was in New England. Mm -hmm. That was Tom Brady's last. And he's like, uh, you know, you can get so caught up in the Super Bowl that you miss. You know, it's a quick turnaround. You know, everybody's partying and celebrating. And then, you know, you have a bad year the next year. Mm, the letdown the next yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I was also watching, uh, you know, Tom Brady's uh, documentary, The Man in the Arena. And mm -hmm. he also talked about that with mm -hmm. his, like, first Super Bowl. So that was something I was also conscious of, of, like, mm -hmm. you know, also continue to push the needle for myself and not be complacent. Yeah. Um, because I do feel like I have so much more, like, football ahead of me. I feel yeah. like my best football is definitely ahead of me. Yeah, because yeah. like they a lot of great Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because a lot of great athletes and great teams, of course, again, they have so much success and they're they're living, they're hanging out, they're living high off the hog, you know yeah. what people say. But it takes a special individual to say, you know what, I want more. I want to eat, eat, eat. Yeah. And of course, everybody's gonna say, yeah, we want to win it again. Exactly. But again, I think as soon as you walked in here, I'm like, what you been doing? You started working out, you're like, Ar already. Yeah. Like a lot of people are still who 
They, what, season ended for them January 7th. Yeah. And they still ain't started working out. So, exactly. for, so for you to already get back in the gym, starting to work out and get ready for next year, right, I commend you for that. And it sounds like the locker room is committed to already, let's say, it's not about this year. That's done. It's over. Yeah. Let's go get ourselves ready so we can also make a run next year. So that, I think how important is the locker room right now for you guys here in L.A.? Um, it's big. And I think that was a... Important, but bringing you know O, mm -hmm. uh, Vaughn, and Eric, well, uh, yeah. Some veterans, yeah. yeah. So that was like it was crazy because we had like one of the younger teams entering the year. I think we were the youngest team in the league by average, and like by the end of the year, I mean, yeah, y'all was one of the oldest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but that was like people don't realize how much that did for like the locker room, locker rather than important. like the field play because yeah. just everything being cohesive and a unit, it was big. And then also having that perspective, you know, Vaughn won. He went, right, was MVP right. and won, so right. he, he had his replica trophy when he got there, and he's all like, you know, mm. this is what we're trying to get to, football heaven. And, you know, when he said it originally, it's like, you know, like, it's so far away, but the more we got closer to that, you mm -hmm. could kind of feel the energy that he was trying to put out initially. And you're starting wow. to see the yeah. shine on they, that yeah. trophy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the shine started yeah, exactly. yeah, really glaring at you. Yeah, yeah. so that, and then, uh, with wow. like I said, with Dub, you know, his perspective, it's like, you know, this dude's played all this time, all the contributions he's given to the game. Um, you just, you want to win for people like that. Mm -hmm. uh, he's done a lot for me, even my career, you know, just when I was swimming as a rookie, you know, he, mm -hmm. I sit in the film room, I spend days, you know, like mirroring him. I get up in the morning with him, I watch film with him. Mm. And a lot of the stuff that he taught me is like, I still use it today. So mm. it was cool for me to have a full circle moment and be able to help him chase something when he was helping me, you know, get established. And, you know, feel my way throughout the league. And That's awesome, to be able man. to be on the field and, and help him win was like, it was dope for me. That was cool for me. That's awesome. Because again, a lot of people don't get to hear that about the athletes, like that that team camaraderie you're pulling exactly. for your teammates. That's a real thing. Yeah, not for you sure. Know, people are like, oh, they're all so selfish and they just want to go get the contracts. And, you know, it's not about that. Like, yeah. you know, we're literally... It's a brotherhood. Thank you. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, truly. <laughs> truly. Yeah, and, I, and when I play, like, honestly, like I said, regardless, I mean, with a brotherhood, there's gonna be ups and downs. Sometimes you're gonna butt heads, you know. Oh, with sure. Your, it's like yeah. family. Like I said, yeah. November, y'all weren't doing great. Andre Whitworth was here on the show Andre, yeah. during yeah, that time. Y'all was kind of going up yeah. and down. Yeah. But it's, after that, y'all got it, you know, kind of rolling. But there's always gonna be yeah, the ups and downs it's, it's, during it's the season. It's that brotherhood, yeah. man. And that's what a lot, a lot of people on the outside they don't understand. Yeah. You know what I mean, and not everything is gonna be peaches perfect. It's not gonna be perfect. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, as you said, I mean, being cohesive being together at the right moments, and then you having, you know, like you said, at one point in time, like, you know, bringing guys in, you realize, okay, this is now or never. It's mm -hmm. like all hands on deck, exactly. uh, so to speak. You know, bringing in uh, the likes of an OBJ, uh, Von Miller. Yeah. Um, then, as you said, late, you know, uh, you know, playoff push, you bring, you know, your, your, your boy, E-Dub, off the couch. Um, and then, like I said, just opportunity. I think I just... Being here in Los Angeles, we got to see some of that. Like I said, we had Andre, who was a former teammate of mine yeah. with, with Cincinnati Bengals, had him on the show. And then, like I said, you saw so much kind of unfold throughout the course of the year. I mean, you had Deshaun Jackson. I mean, things, you had him yeah. on the squad. Right, that's yeah. right. I forgot about how. Right, yeah. exactly. And then what you totally felt like forgot. you went through, like, yo, you weren't playing. You probably, you know, like, okay, well, what do I do? I'm not playing. Do I, you know? Mm -hmm. Just be just part of the team. You could you could have been sulking because exactly. you weren't playing, 
And I think that's what's part of why he ended up leaving because he wasn't feeling like he was contributing mm. as much as he should. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And then now, like, yo, he's out. Now I'm pretty sure Deshaun, like, man, maybe I, I should have. it out. You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah, and then we, things wow, kind of happened at the right time, too, because he left. Yeah. And then OBJ's situation. He came, OB yeah, what do you got You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And then so Robert you know, Woods got hurt, yeah. too. And then right? Robert Same Woods, week. like this. So you never know. That's it. <laughs> That's it's like every time, everything happens for a reason. And then, again, some guys can look back on their careers and, like, you know, you know, it's like, oh, man, I wish I would have done this and I wish I would have done that. But now, as you said, now what's, what's the end goal? So you say, obviously, personally, you want to get better. Um, what, what areas do you feel like you need to get better to feel like you can better contribute uh, to the team? Um, and then, like I said, just take your game to to new heights because you know, you you're learning from you learned from Eric Weddle over the years. You, you got, got Ramsey Jaylen, out there you got, you got learning Ramsey. from. What is it you know that's gonna make you feel satisfied other than just winning the Super Bowl now? Uh, I mean, like I feel like I just learned. I can't really put like a ceiling on myself, you know. Like mm. I feel is like, it starting? Is it? Starting what? 17 games, right, right, as a starting corner, corner. in the league. Like, yeah. But you're like, that's not even going to be enough. Is yeah, what you're yeah like, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that, I, I'd be, you know, too shallow. But I just feel like I I just want to establish myself as, you know, the talent that I know I am. You know, somebody mm-hmm. that, you know, is cerebral, can play inside, you know, dominate, you know, tackle, cover, you know, zone and man. You know, right, that's what just, I'm saying. Do you want to be one of those guys, you want to be one of the top guys, top, you know, in the league. You know, definitely. people, you know, when they mention, you know, they, I feel Rams, like, they think everybody mentions Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like, feel you like you want to be one of those guys. Nobody's really saying, like, yeah. no disrespect. Yo, no, 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 no. No, I get right. what you're saying. But I feel like uh, the biggest thing is I'm really not for, you know, media. I think respect amongst mm-hmm. like peers. Your peers. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's like big to me. There's a lot of guys that don't get a lot of pub in the media for whatever reason. You know, they mm-hmm. might have a bigger name on their team. Right. But, you know, when it comes to scouting report and breaking these players down, you know, mm-hmm. these are guys that you have to account for. Yeah. And I feel like that's biggest to me, you know, like, because, yeah. you know, media is here and there. You know, some guys are going to get more pub because of the personality that they have, the things right. that they do. Yeah. But um, amongst my peers, I think that's the biggest thing to respect amongst the guys that you're playing with, yeah. the guys that are playing against you. Um, like I said, I just want to be respected as a player I know right. I can be. And part of that is, you know, putting everything together. Right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, now again, you think as a complete corner, complete DB, are you going to be end up being more of an inside guy, outside guy, mm-hmm. or kind of going back to the free down in the box? Like, uh, I feel like you I, can do it all. Yeah. But like over the next eight years, what do you think that perfect scenario for um, on the defense? Would I be? feel like I've done a, a great job in the film room that allows me to move around, and I did that this year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I think it would be cool to be, you know, established as somebody that can do that. You know, one of the only players that can move inside, move outside, yeah, yeah. and but move that, around. That's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. but and then it'll extend your career. Yeah, for sure. And and to do it at an efficient level as right. far as communicating. You know, some guys can do it, you know, in man-to-man, or they can do it in zone. But to do all of these things at a high level, and I know it's difficult to do, but um, I feel like I was, you know, on the crisp of that back end of the season. That's, mm-hmm. you know two years worth of work just to get those small opportunities and show what I can do. Yep. Um, so like I said, continue to push the needle, not be satisfied with, you know, I did it, we went to Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what can I do more? You know, how can mm-hmm. I communicate more? What I'm really looking at, you know, plays that I feel like I should have had and not just the plays where it's like, oh, he caught a ball or this and that, right, but, right. you know, the plays where nobody's looking and you like, you know, I could fall off and make that play a game, little quicker. Game exactly. changing plays. Game changing plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I had one of those moments in Super Bowl, like the last play, Mm-hmm. And it was cool for me because, you know, playing in college, I was just always man coverage, even at Loyola. It was like right. when I moved over from receiver, it was like, just go guard this dude. Go guard the, yeah. the number one dude and yeah. shut him down. And, and <laughs> I was just, you know, if he went to the bathroom, you know, I was yeah, running right, around. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Right. That's what the older coaches were saying. So um, to, when I got to the league, it was more like above the neck. You know, I was mm-hmm. around guys like Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib, and I got to see that, like, it's not all about like just this aggressive mindset. It's controlled aggression. Like these guys mm. are watching tons of film, and they're aggressive with their ops. Mm-hmm. And so, part of my first years in the league was, how do I even find ops? How do I, you know, learn how to watch film? I spent yeah. a lot of time with Eric Weddle learning how to watch film. And then when I would, you know, identify these ops, it's like, okay, are you going to be confident enough to go make the play? To go in real time. A, in real time to yeah. be a, the aggressor, even when it's not your play to make. You know, right. you see it coming and you just fall off, and the play's made. You like. To everybody on TV and coaching staff, it's like, that's not your fault, but it's like right. in your heart, you like, I knew that play. Like, trust what you trust. Exactly. Trust, trust, trust what, your eyes. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> in, the, in the Super Bowl, it was like last play of the game, you know, it was fourth and one. Um, you know, they took Joe Mixon out the game, so that's a big, yeah. huge indicator. It's like passes coming. Mm-hmm. And um, just in the moments, like they're not going to take a shot down the field on fourth and one for the game. They need this. Yeah, yeah. they need a quick game. So uh, I was in the slot. Tight end went, you know, faster to flat, and I was able to peek back and look at the footwork, and you know, I knew T. Higgins was coming behind on the slant, and just mm-hmm. like that split second of me settling, because if the ball was thrown, I would have been able to make the play. Like mm-hmm. Eric Wood was was running towards there, and uh, mm-hmm. Darius Williams had a good break on the ball, but the moment he clutched the ball, and then Aaron Donald was able to get there and get the sack, yep. it was like, for me, that was a big moment for me, because right. it's like I could have easily just did my job, you know, like I'm yeah. running with him. 
Play and it safe. And, and, then, and then, you know, what if we lose a game? It's like, I would always think, you know, like, I, I could have made that play, right. even though it's not my fault. Right, exactly. So, and, that, and in your mind, you, you know, know they, yeah. yeah, everybody that's watching the game, they don't, they don't really exactly. think, they don't even think anything. Yeah. But you walking around here, not even I today, you know, yeah. walking around, that's in your head. Exactly, yeah, like, <laughs> that's what, in your what, head. what would happen? I feel like uh, a lot of players have a lot of those moments in their career, um, for whatever reason. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I can really take advantage of my strengths, which is, you know, being cerebral, understanding all these things right, right. by going and being aggressive on these apps that I see. And like I said, it's not just being reckless, you know, because a lot of people are categorized as reckless when they go make plays. But it's like course, if you actually sit in the film room and see what they're, you know, seeing and looking at, you understand why these make why they make these decisions. And, you know, I'd rather be, you know, you know, high percentage on the apps mm -hmm. that I see it, low mm -hmm. percentage on stuff that's like, ah, I'm like in between and right, I don't really right, know right. or I'm just gonna do my job. Because I feel like those are the plays that change. You know, make a difference. Yeah, yeah make yeah. a difference. Commit so how, to the big play. Right, right. <laughs> so you're three years in the league now. How many more years would you like to play? Man. Uh, <laughs> Until I can't walk no I more. Mean, <laughs> he, he was sore after the Super yeah. Bowl. He ain't going nowhere. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I don't know. I, like, I feel like I want to play as, as, as long as I can. And, and right. I, I want to play until... Um, because I'm really big on preparation. Mm. And actually, well, I have some questions I asked you about just like your preparation, because sure, yeah. a lot of dudes I know, uh, older guys told me about just like how you prepped and practiced, but I'm big on preparation. So I feel like I'll play until um, I feel like I don't have the urge to prepare the way mm. I know I need to. Mm. You know, like right. I would never come back and do less than what I was doing mm -hmm. and expect, you know, the same result. I couldn't you know, see myself, because it'd be tough for me, you know, like, mm -hmm. to just know what I was doing and what I know what it takes and just to be out there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather just, you know, step to the side and yeah, let, let the, somebody the younger, else go yeah, ahead. Let, yeah. let the younger let nature take its course. Exactly, yeah. But um, I feel like, yeah, whenever that whenever that happens, but uh, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Uh, no, no time soon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it's, a, it's always an urge for me to get better. Uh, you know, I, one of the first things I did when I got to the league is, you know, built a gym, you know, my, my nice. garage, you know, give myself opportunity to you know, work on the smaller things at home. It's not mm -hmm. just like powerlifting, but mobility stuff, anything where I can gain the edge and just, mm -hmm. you know, get better, you know, like in small increments. Right, right. So again, like in your off season, again, you went to Loyola High School, right yeah. down the street here in, yep. in LA, went to Michigan, work on your off season with Jerry Phillips, right? Yeah. So like those little things you're doing in the off season, like how, give, give us some, some examples of how small these details are. Cause a lot of people think just go get bigger, stronger, faster, I get better. Yeah. But as you're saying, there's a lot of just, could be one step. It could yeah. be one movement that you work on over and over again. So it's a, uh... I really learned to like have intentional work. In high school, I felt like it was more about value. I was trying to get to college professional, and so I thought the more is more. Like, the more I do, the better I'll be. And when I got to college, and I'm like, okay, my work can be a little bit more intentional, and I can get a lot more out of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I started, you know, looking at film and seeing, you know, what movements am I using the most? Mm. And those are the movements I want to get good at and, and replicate. And even like with Jerry. You know, I, there's some drills that we've been doing since the seventh grade that I always literally do. Yeah, 10, yeah. 12 years now. Exactly, that's that's awesome. I, I do those movements all the time, and um, just like even just how that comes full circle is is like combine. Like I had no worries about field drills. Mm. Like my only focus was just running a good 40, being healthy, and getting ready for field drills. Everything else is second nature. Mm. But you know, fast forward, um, being in the league and just getting ready to play football, it's like okay, what movements? 
NYN during the season? What plays do I feel like I got to make that play or I want to make that play? Mm -hmm. And how do I replicate that movement in real time and, you know, when I'm working out? Mm -hmm. And so that's something that's forever changing. You know, I go with Jerry. He's always good, hands on. Like I said, you know, we work the, the normal stuff, the ladder stuff to keep my feet clean. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a push and a pull. You know, he teaches me stuff. I teach him stuff in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, what I'm seeing, what I want to, the positions mm -hmm. I want to put myself in. That's awesome. And so I think, like I said, it's just intentional work um, rather than just like value because like I feel like nowadays everybody's just big on value. Like, right. The right. more you do, the more you work. Right. Go work out for eight hours, but Ex what are you doing in those eight exactly. hours? Exactly. <laughs> so what you're saying basically is quality over quantity. For yeah. sure. And yeah. essentially. For sure, yeah. Because I, I, even like I look at a lot of NBA guys and if you watch them warm up, like they're doing basic shots. Basic you know, like, stuff. So left gonna, hand layup, right hand layup, or right hand layup, left hand layup, and just basic jump shots, things that work on balance, like core movements mm -hmm. that allow them to go out there and do extraordinary things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I'm always big on, like my core movements. How can I be the best mm -hmm. I can be at that? You know, my yeah. Why waste your time doing something that you're actually not yeah, yeah, exactly, doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause you, you know, it's been talked about. A lot of guys they do a lot of stuff for the gram. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> don't get us started. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we, we've talked about it. Yeah. You know, time and time again. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like, especially as a receiver, I mean, you have all these, you know, quote unquote, receiver gurus, right, you know, right. teaching guys footsteps, you know, Hopping footwork backwards. Yeah. and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, if that's not really in your DNA, that's not for every receiver. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you're teaching guys that don't even have that in their body. Exactly, in their bag, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sure. teaching them bad habits. That's not that's something that time. you can't do. It's no, it's literally. If you, again, it's almost like teaching somebody, if you don't have Kobe talent or MJ talent or even Hatch talent, then why do why? something that Thank you're not you, capable Thank of doing? For sure. You know what I mean? But work on the basics exactly. to you can get to that point. Then exactly. you have the freedom to do some of those things. Absolutely. And I think that's what you're essentially mentioning is that yeah, yeah. quality of work. That's yeah. that's very cerebral of you, and you've said that a couple of times, that you've that's where you want to enhance or improve upon your game mm -hmm. of exactly. where you are now to get you to that elite level to be talked about like a Jalen Ramsey or your Stephon Gilmore is like when people talk about top corners, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's quality over over the quantity yeah, of, of for sure. work. And I think like I said, you had some questions you want to ask T as far as longevity. What's some of those questions you might Yeah, so can... like um, just from, you know, I, I I went to, you know, Matt Weir went to our school and- uh, Okay, yeah, 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 Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, when I was leaving out of high school, I worked out with Matt a few times. And right. those, those are some, probably some of the hardest workouts I've ever had, you know? Wow. Like, 
he took us, me and my boy, to the beach, and we had like, it was like a 10 pound weight and a weight vest. And I was just dead tired. <laughs> and like, I, I He's just like, remember, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just like, it was just super tough, you know, like body weight workout, but you know, Matt is like ripped. And so, you right. know, I, I was asking him, I'm like, man, like, you know, who are some of the guys that's like, you know, from a physical aspect and preparation aspect that you like, you know, admire or, you know, talk about. And he just, you know, he named you and he was like, man, like you a horse, like running, like extremely fast, like every rep in practice and all these other things. And, you know, my mind went to, you know, not, you know, what he's doing, but how he's able to do that and maintain that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I Googled plenty, you know, thousands mm -hmm. of people's, you know, regiments and stuff. And I just wanted to know, like, you know, from a performance standpoint, you know, even like eating and stuff like that, like what was, what was ideal for you, like at the peak of your career? Mm -hmm. um, probably nutrition. Like, obviously like, uh, the physical stuff as far as lifting weights and things of that nature, we as athletes, we know that that's what we have to exactly do just right. to maintain the wear and tear and just to be durable, yeah. you know, especially as a, as a receiver, just to take the hits and exactly. the balls yeah, or what yeah, have you. For sure. um, but I acquired, a, you know, I got, I, in, I was introduced to a trainer around, like around after my like third year in the league, you know, mm -hmm. I used to play basketball all the time and uh, I'm in the gym and this guy came up to me and he asked me if I had a trainer and all this other stuff. And I was like, no. Nah. So he introduced me to this guy by the name of Buddy Prim. Mm -hmm. I was in, I was living in Atlanta at the time. And so basically, long story short, he set up a meeting. I went to him, um, Buddy. We went to the small gym, and he asked me, like, you know, what it is, that, what is it that you want to work on? And this, at this point in my career, like I said, you know, I don't really know anything about nutrition. But before we got that to to that part of it, because yeah. uh, I was with him for the entirety of my career okay. after that, mm -hmm. in like 99, yeah. 2000 year. So I, you know, like I said, small school, third round, 89th pick. I'm starting to make a name for myself, but I wanted to get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm playing with the greatest receiver in my eyes at that time, Jerry Rice. I'm with the San Francisco 49 who had won five championships, yeah. Super Bowl. So I wanted to be a part of that. Exactly. I knew that they drafted me on potential, yeah. you know what mm -hmm. I mean, to become something. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to really live up to that, exactly. those expectations. So he asked me, what do you want to work on? So like I said, I want I like, abs, I want to have big arms. <laughs> I want to have, I want to have chest. That ain't going to help you catch the ball. <laughs> right, and, and calves. So but those are young, the, that's but, what you exactly, But that initially, yeah. those were the things that I wanted to work on. But that's then funny. we expanded upon that. So those, like in that 45-minute workout that he gave me that day, yeah. and literally it was only 45 minutes. And those are the things that, in that 45 minutes, he created a little workout to work on my arms, work out on my abs, I wanted to, my chest and my calves, because I thought I wasn't fast, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't known for being a speedster. When I went to Combine, I ran a 4.63. Mm -hmm. You look at the Combine today, you got Four twos line. everywhere. You got, yeah, <laughs> you got linemen running yeah, yeah. faster four, than that, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you ain't so lying. that's what, in my mindset, because I knew in the league, you know, you, there's progressions Every, at, at every level, exactly. and speed is something that's yeah. prevalent, like that it's, it's eye-popping from high school, you know, guys are fast, and then yeah. you go to college, and you're like, oh, sh dudes are fast, and then you, you get yeah, in the yeah. lead. Hey, real, real fast. Right, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like playing, so that's what I wanted to work on, because I knew that I wasn't where I wanted to be, personally. Exactly. And then, so we started the workouts, you know, that was like 2000, and then every year, we, we changed something about my workouts to get me, because my, my trainer, literally, he would watch games, um, he was he was more than just a trainer, just my trainer, just having me lift weights. Like he 
educated me on the mechanics of my body, how I ran, my gait. He told mm-hmm. he, he was giving me all this information. Yeah. And then the workouts, like he taught me about nutrition, how to feed your body, how to like how it optimizes your performance. Mm-hmm. So that was really big for me is really trusting and being receptive of because he was like an old, old bald-headed white guy. You know, and, <laughs> how you know about my body? Yeah. Right. But he does he did bodybuilding, you know, he was a trainer for a lot of bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just trusted my instincts and receptive to this guy to introduce me to him. And honestly, dude, that was that was a big key in really the trajectory of my career. Aside from obviously the Niners drafting me on the potential yeah. of just my physical attributes of a receiver. Cause at yeah. that time, You're you know, small. some of the big receivers, six foot and above receiver, taller for the receivers, a lot of them. it wasn't a lot. But yeah. where I was drafted, the team that I was drafted to, they had tall receivers from mm-hmm. Jerry Rice to John Taylors to J.J. J. J. Stokes. Stokes. I fit their mold of re- type of receivers. Yeah. And so for me personally, I didn't want to disappoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how can I, like I said, films, I had to learn how to do film study. Yeah. You know, talking to my coaches, like, yo, you want to get better? Learn everything, learn every position like, exactly. you're, like you're doing. Mm-hmm. It made me more valuable on the football field. So mm-hmm. then as my, as I got, into the meat of my career, especially with the Niners, I played there eight years. So once I got to really like, once Jerry moved on and I became that guy, dude, I, I was I was playing X, I was playing Y, yeah, I was playing mm-hmm. E, I was playing Z, all yeah. these different positions, yeah. and it made me valuable to the to the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more valuable you are, you know what I mean, with your work ethic, then for you gotta me, be in shape, be on the yeah, field, right? You, and then like <laughs> I said, Matt knew like practice. I practice like it was game. You yeah. know what I mean? Because in my mind, I want to, I want to, I want to duplicate game-like situations. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't want to half-ass it because I'm like now I'm filling the shoes of the greatest receiver of all time. Exactly. I'm trying to do what he's done. I'm trying to be more than more than Jerry. I want to I want to win a Super Bowl. I want to be a big part of that. I never won anything in high school, never won anything in college. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I wanted to be part of that. So that what really was really had driven me, yeah. um, motivated me, and like I said, my trainer, like that was a big key, nutrition, and then just taking care of your body. Just, yep. like, I learned like really just hydrating. Yeah, a lot no, of that's people big. don't understand Hydrating's how, they underestimate how, how, how great hydration is. And we think mm-hmm. about throughout the course of the year, you see some of the same guys with the same injuries. Soft tissue stuff, yeah. It's yeah. soft tissue yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not like the sprain another ankle or, yeah. you know, things. It's not a broken leg, hamstring, stuff like yeah. that. A lot of it is due to hydration, and yeah. so and sleep deprivation too. No, for sure. You know what I mean? Mm. As much as you work out, you, you have sleep. to recover. You for know sure. what I mean? You have to, and so hyperbaric chamber. I did all of that stuff because you know what the hyperbaric chamber is? Yeah, well, I, I get it in out there in really? the, in the yeah. valley. Yeah. So all of those things, man, enabled me to really optimize my performance. Like even like I said, I did. I took a longer time to recover. Or, or you know, take time before I got back to my training. So yeah. whenever, like I said, we we finished our season, where it had been January or February, the case may be, I never started working out to April because yeah. I wanted to fully give give my body time to recover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to go right right back into it. Yeah. Your body has has like you go through like six to seven months of just like every day, same yeah. routine, wrong, same routine. So you have to give your, your body a chance to rejuvenate and revive a little bit. So yeah. everybody is different. That's how I did it. I'm not like a big drinker or anything like that. So yeah, that no, really either, factored yeah. into really me optimizing and really performing well too, where again, <clears throat> that 
falls into yeah. the situation that 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 creates dehydration yeah, for sure yes. too. So yeah, if you're yeah. not hydrating, you're drinking like beers and things of that nature, liquor, you're not doing yourself any yeah, good. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that you can't do it, yeah. but when you when you get on yeah. that program of After really years, training, yeah. then like for me, when I did drink, once I started training, I cut it all out. None during the season, nothing. Everybody yeah. knew I was I was a workout fanatic. Yeah. How is your diet right now? Like, what do you what do you eat? What you no, eat? it's good. I mean, the only thing I think is uh, important is like I've been trying to work on like the the food portion during the season. It's a little bit easier to do it because you got the facility, you got mm -hmm. meal prep services. And you stuff guys like have that. dinner after practice at the facility. Yeah, yeah okay. so yeah. it's a little. And bit. it's all about like I said, just you know, knowing what to eat, what not to eat. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so for me, like I said, I mean, there's so many supplements and things out there. I feel like say you're gonna need some of the things because you sweat it out. Yeah. Um, you have to replace some of the things. Yeah. You can't get a lot of that from the foods that you exactly. eat. Exactly. You know what I mean? So again, like I said, I mean, for me, like now, like I to maintain what I do, like I said, I I I, I could have gone with any type of supplement company while I played, but I just didn't believe in a lot of that stuff or what have you. Yeah. So now, like I said, I do what, what works for me, you know. So that's a plug for my supplement company that I'm working with now, Plant Fuel. So okay. it's plant-based or what have you. Okay, it's not yeah, like yeah. I'm straight vegan or anything like that. Yeah. But Have you got into the vegan at all? Because I know a lot of professional athletes. So some of the, uh, we do have in a, a drink that is a plant-based that I drink. It's like okay. a, instead of the muscle milk, it's mm -hmm. the same thing, just plant-based. So. Right, yeah, exactly. So it's, again, there's always healthier alternatives yeah, to yeah. Yeah, some yeah. of the yeah. things that are out there. And like for said, sure. And the thing for me, like my 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 uh, my trainer told me too, like especially, like I wasn't a big vegetable guy, you know what I mean? But he basically told me, he's like, yo, anything from the earth is good for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your body's going to easily digest it. It's good for your body. Yeah. So a lot of these uh, processed foods and things of that nature, sweets, like it's not good for you. But no, we yeah. do it. I mean, we yeah, yeah. can't do it too we, much. Right. And thing, and how much we train and we work, work out, we burn that stuff off. Yeah. But if we can enhance, you know, and put the right things in our body to obviously perform better. And that, the thing, that was the thing for me. I saw the results yeah. of what he introduced me to. Eating healthy, like in the morning, like you know, egg whites. I mean, I still eat that stuff today, man. Yeah. People think I'm crazy. I go to Waffle House, I'm like, well, Waffle House is nasty. The egg whites, tomatoes, waffle. It's I mean, still not the healthiest version, though. Waffle House is not the healthiest because of the butter and the grease that they put on the pan. See, he's but still again, getting educated a little bit, but, too. But, you, but again, it's still egg whites, but, right, but the but you butter. Right, but you minimize a, a <laughs> lot of that. But if you think about some of the foods that are that's being cooked and prepared now, it's still butter. You don't know how much they're putting in there. It depends on, yeah, it depends on You don't on know how much cooked. they're putting yeah. in there. But like I said, I, like I said, I'm still getting the healthier version. The healthier version. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's the oatmeal, like I said, eating three or three to four or five times a day, especially, I mean, especially playing, being an athlete, yeah. you can do that. Your body's gonna require that. Like, do yeah. I do that now? Mm -hmm. No. But you know, during the season, like, yeah, I ate at least four or five times, mm -hmm. uh, four or five times a day. You know what I mean? Like I said, much like I said, the more you work out, people want to like, they hear me tell their story about me working out. They want to work out five, six days a week. I'm like, nah, because that's what I did. My trainer had to tell me not to go come to the gym. Yeah. Like even when I was sick, one time I wanted to work out. I still went to the gym anyway. He sent me right back home because he's like, no, yeah. you're not gonna, it's, you, you're not, it's not gonna benefit you. Yeah. So I mean, I literally had to listen to what he was telling me, even with you know taking care of my body, massages, things of that nature, uh, NMT, ART, neuromuscular therapy, active, um, all of that stuff. 
um, that was what created the longevity for my career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do the cryo and the, and the cold Yeah, tub? no, I, I think, like I said, I think I've done a, a good job. I mean, this year, I feel like the year was just longer. You know, you had the preseason, you had the 17 yeah. games, and you had the four uh, games there. And then that's not including, you know, training camp OTAs. So right, it's like right. you're playing this continuous gap. But um, I think I've done a good job. It's just like I said, like I'm always trying to find ways to to push the needle. Right. And, uh, you know, I've been big on my, you know, just dieting and things of that nature, massages, mm -hmm. um, you know, cryo, everything, you know, like everything I could possibly do, I've been trying to push the needle. But just to hear from somebody like you who did it, um, on an extremely high level for a long time, um, you know, that's just good to hear and just know that I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, because, I mean, Hatch knows too, like longevity is key. key. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. And like I said, if you're not taking care of your body, um, that's when things start to kind of <laughs> just pop up, creep up here and there. Injuries are part of the game. It's for inevitable. Sure. Um, but, you know, even like when you have injuries, it's, it's what you put in your body is what's going to enable you to recover. For sure. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was able to do. I was able to recover quicker than some of the guys. Like, we could have the yeah. same type of injury. But yeah. It I'm may take somebody yeah. six weeks. It I'm may take two. maybe a week or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the difference. And I try to tell, you know, try to educate and try to share these things with, you know, people like yourself that ask me, especially my son, even my daughter that's playing volleyball. The best ability is availability. For sure. Because mm -hmm. you're, no matter how much talent you, that you have, if you're not capable and you're having injuries all the time to be out, to be able to go out there and, and help your Perform. team, yeah, it's like don't matter. You're, you're helpless. Exactly. You know what I mean? Some injuries are, like I said, you, you can't avoid it. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm sure like Robert Woods, he sat on the sideline with the ACL injury. Yeah. That's something like that. He couldn't do anything about right. it. Exactly. You know right. what I mean? So I know what, it, I can't imagine what he felt like, you know, Seeing Odell make plays yeah. and Cooper Cup and these guys, you know, yeah, he was a big part of the buildup of, of the success of the Rams this year. So yeah. um, those are some of the things, like I said, like I said, you know, reach out to me anytime, like I said, like I said, I'm always, you know, feel like, because people have shared the information with me to yeah. get me to where I am, I can only, the least I can do is pay it forward. Yeah, for sure. So that. yeah, so what else off the field that you're gonna be working on? Like what are your other likes and things you wanna do outside of football as far as the next five, 10 year career as well? Uh, man. Uh, Cause there's always that. You yeah, know? You yeah, gotta, no, of course, for sure. You focus uh, on the ball and do all that stuff during the season. But as you get further and longer in your career, you'll start you know, yeah, figuring uh, it out too. I've been uh, just doing stuff little here and there with my financial advisor. Good, uh, yeah. And uh, I think I'm actually gonna go like, kind of like work for his form, uh, his firm like Smart. afterwards. Uh, Smart. So I spent some time in New York every off season up there. Nice. And like as an intern or just kind of intern. Yeah. Nice. And, and most of the time you said. You hear that, people? Right? NFL players go <laughs> intern at companies, and how much money did you get? <laughs> no. No yeah, money. Free. Right? Because people don't understand. Like yeah. that's what we do in the off season, just to better ourselves. You yeah. Know? So uh, really, just learning. Like all those people in there are extremely smart. And the cool thing is, is half the time I'm monitoring my own money, you know, the money mm -hmm. and investments, but just to really see how all that stuff works. That part, mm -hmm. yeah. own money. Monitoring, <laughs> yeah. keeping own. an eye on yeah. your own yeah. situation. Yeah, so half the time I'm looking at it, but it's like really, I just want to know the ins and outs rather than, and I think that's what drew me to him as far as my financial advisor. He was always more of a resource than uh, give me your stuff and I'll make it work for you. It's like, okay, you know, you need to learn this before we can make this step. And, you know, you need to understand, 
you know, the pros and cons of this. Yeah. So as I was learning, I love, I, like I said, I enjoy like learning, you know, new experiences. And I was like, man, you know, I'd like to come up and just, you know, sit with you guys for a yep. week and just, you awesome. know, learn with everybody who's up there and just see what they do. And the stuff that they're able to do and just like right. put together is amazing. So um, I've been just, you know, inching away at that. You know, mm -hmm. he gives me his Wall Street Journal account. I read articles, you know, nice. every morning. So nice. uh, keep that up, man. Yeah. That's big. Again, yeah. it's major. It gives you a, a second career, if you will. For sure, you know, yeah. you, you going after you hit 30, 35, yeah. whatever, it's going to have a lot more of your life left. And even from just a connection standpoint, it just gives me a lot. Like, you know, he works with other clients that have far more money than the athletes that he works with. Absolutely. And just that perspective, um, that's valuable in itself. You yep. know, just hearing those people talking, just their situations and um, experiences they've had. And uh, it can help me as I'm trying to ascend to, you know, a different level of, mm -hmm. you know, financial world or even just, uh, you know, working. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, all that stuff is valuable. That's awesome. And I've been really appreciative for uh, him and uh, everything he's done for me. That's what's up, man. Well, shoot, before you get out of here, since you're a DB in the league, right? <laughs> We ain't gonna go receiver. We're gonna say, give us your top five DBs that you liked, right? Growing up, could be guys playing now, whatever you think, but who's like five guys that you watched and you tried to pattern your game after? Okay. And, and Michigan know. had some good, pretty Michigan, good DBs. Yeah. We had, yeah. we had, we had Charles, Charles Woodson on the yeah. show. Of course, yeah. he's a legend. Um, yeah. I'm a little younger. Yeah. So. Charles Wilson, he was in his, you know. Isn't that crazy how was, she was old? Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a, uh, so. I just saw C. Wood during the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, we right. The, and, and we was at this party. At CAA. And, and he That's was funny. like, man, I feel like I'm getting old, man. This is, I'm like, this. <laughs> right. I'm back to my hotel. <laughs> but, uh, it's 11 o'clock. Right. We over here. <laughs> I, I, about 10 years ago, we right? were party. <laughs> but I say, uh, man. So not two in up, any specific order. Yeah, yeah. Two no. off the top of my head, uh, Revis and Brent Grimes. Okay. Huge fan of Brent Grimes and his nice. name. Okay, he played at Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, Atlanta, and then was with uh, Miami for Man, a little oh, bit, yeah, and right, also yeah. with Tampa. Okay. Um, huge fan of Brent Grimes and his game. Uh, okay, that's two. Uh, Revis. And, and like in his prime, Sherman, that was like when I was coming. Yep. 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 Sherman. Yep. Yep. Sherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, Marcus Peters is also, because uh, mm -hmm. I, I just like, I remember this stat when he was getting drafted, and it was like every three games he got an interception. Mm. And I was more of a man corner. You know, it's harder to get turnovers as a man corner. Absolutely. And so I just became like enamored with his ability to create, you know, wow. turnovers. And his rookie year, he came out and had like nine interceptions. Right. You know, right, rookie right. Of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and it followed up with like you know nine or eight the following like, year. Yeah. So Marcus Peters, I got a chance to play with him. You know, for a few months, and we traded him. Right. 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 Here in LA, but, uh, yep. that was super dope. And. Um, Another person is like uh, Asante Samuel. A lot of people yeah, talk about Yeah, we had him about. on the show yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's senior another, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The junior's yeah, yeah, just getting yeah. started. <laughs> yeah, That's not, another guy that dog. should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you yes. Know, if yeah. you look at his statistics. Yeah, no. Look at the numbers only. Right. It, I mean, it was, yeah. Equivalent to Deion Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Equivalent he, to he, a lot. Great numbers. Now, yeah. That's that's what's so crazy. So I yeah. know we've been giving shout outs to Fred Taylor, who should be in, know, the, in hall the hall as well. But yeah, Sante uh, Samuel for Samuel sure. Put him in that hall. Well. Playing. I mean, it's the fact that he hasn't even been talked about is what. Well, we got to talk about him. That's what we got. People got to talk about. We yeah. talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> again, nobody really thinks about him as yeah. one of the top corners or being eligible for the Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame yeah. but his number, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's, like I said, we talk about Chad Johnson, and you know, he has mm -hmm. numbers, you know what I mean, and other things, but it doesn't make any sense for somebody statistically to be 
at the top with some of the greatest that are already in the Hall yeah. of Fame and not be a yeah. part of it. And then uh, the last one would be uh, Ronnie Barber. Really, Ronnie? Oh, okay. Oh, Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Ronnie, yes, Ronnie, I'm talking about you. Yes. Ooh, we gotta, we gotta have... Guys like that, they motivated me because, like I said, coming from a small school, you know how it is. Of course, and yeah. you have top guys that went to these I gotta go at them. I gotta go at them. Yeah. Forget y'all, like, Michigan yeah. and Ohio right? States and Miami's. I hate y'all, y'all. I'm talking about, dude. Like, it was like, I didn't say it in the media or anything. Like, that's how you feel. Yeah. And Absolutely. then with my play, when I, my, how aggressive I played, like, it was like me telling you, like, dog, don't come at me with yeah. none of that. I don't care about Georgia, Alabama, exactly. USC. I don't, don't care. Yeah. I'm going to give you this work. That's what's up, well, man. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on, man. I like, show tell everybody where they can find you, social media, Instagram, whatever. Oh, wow. Uh, no. Social media, uh, David Jr., I believe my handle on Instagram That's is Shido. Yeah. What is it? Bushido. B-U-S-H-I-D-O. And what's the story behind that? Bushido. Uh, Bushido Brown uh, from the Boondocks. That's it. That's the story. Yeah. Oh, you heard it there then, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> That's the story. He's sticking with it. Right. Yeah. And then uh, my Twitter handle is just my name, David Long Jr. Uh, but yeah, you can find me there. Uh, I tweet a lot. Uh, TikTok, Snapchat. You ain't uh, no, no TikTok. <laughs> you ain't on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the offseason, he might be on TikTok <laughs> with that ring. Once he get yeah, that ring, like, you got to be something, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. Congratulations, man. Yeah. man Thank man, you, man. All your success, man. And man, hey, if y'all can run it back, run it back, dog. man. Tell yeah. him. There it is. Sure. David Long, ladies and gentlemen. Get your popcorn ready. Peace. Sure. We out. See you next week. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.